welcome to Zoom O'Clock with your host, Tessie Anthony de Nassau. This podcast brings you enlightening discussions with leading experts and public figures directly to your ears. Hi, Dr. John. Hi, Tessie. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for your time. It's so great to be here. It's great to see you. It's so wonderful, really. It has been long now since Davos 2020. That is when I met you, Dr. John, and I must confess, it has been the most amazing, amazing meet and greet I ever experienced in my life. It was an interesting one, right? How we met <laughs> through Shelly, right? Shelly's all at the at the Equality Lounge, right? Exactly, because of Shelly and, and Julian Hugh at the Equality Lounge. And it was really like from one second to the other, I saw you treat a person at a party and I went straight up to you because I don't know what it was. I just knew you could help me. And I went up to you and I remember asking, what are you doing? <laughs> so um, for, for people to give a little bit of an introduction of what I have experienced so far with Dr. John, and then I let you talk because it's all about you today. Um, is that uh, Dr. John and I, when we met in Davos, um, obviously I, I had a huge burnout years ago from my divorce and a lot of anxieties and, and all of these emotions inside me still stuck. And, you know, once you have a burnout, and I'm sure you agree with me, Dr. John, it takes years to really digest everything, to get it out of your body, get it out of your system and really, really work through it. It's not something you can plaster up with antidepressants or any medication. It needs to be really, you need to experience it to let it go. And um, so the experience I had very briefly is that uh, you then very, very kindly came to our apartment in Davos and treated me there on your table. And the one thing I experienced, which was really something out of this world, and my partner Frank, and he saw it, was that my legs were shaking uncontrollably, literally, for 15 to 20 minutes, which I have not ever experienced before or after. And um, it really released so much in my body that I was sick literally after for two weeks because it was really so intense for my body. Um, but sounds super compelling to everyone. <laughs> no, no, but it was just, no, but it, it, yeah, see, it was, um, I have never felt so good in my life since that passed. It was just, I really needed to work through it. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's enough for me, but please, Dr. John, tell me, you know, what are you actually, what am I talking about? What are you doing? Mm. How did you get in it? into it and where can people see what you're doing uh, when they're not in LA, for example? Um, well, thank you. I, certainly uh, not everybody has uh, an experience where they get wiped out for, you know, like two weeks, but sometimes the body definitely is, is, uh, is purging. Uh, I, there are people that have, you know, quite, quite a lot of um, emotion expressed that maybe things that were uh, held in their, in their system and their body and their energy field from, from, you know, uh, childhood, you know, experiences or unintegrated, unresolved, you know, traumas they've gone through, or they've gone through, um, you know, even generational patterns, things that their parents have been exposed to and different, you know, things along the, the lines of, you know, what happened in the past to family members, et cetera, can get carried basically in our, in our field. And, and this is like the field of epigenetics looks at this, um, the, um, 
body holds information. The body is information and energy. And so when, when I worked with you uh, and I started to uh, connect, you know, to, to what was going on in your body, you were holding, like your body was in a significant state of fight or flight that had been, that had been in like a protective vigilant state. And there was so much energy bound up in your body out of just trying to kind of navigate through a bunch of the challenges you had gone through that when your brain and body started coordinating and your, and your whole system was like, Hey, like, I don't need to hold on to this anymore. I can let this go. It came out in the form of a lot of motion for you. Your body was dissipating that energy through motion and shaking. Um, for some people they get, you know, it can be a physical purging, uh, movement, sounds, emotion comes out. Other people, it's just a pure sense of like, ha, a, re a resolution and relief. Things open up, the consciousness expands, there's more energy flow, and you're, you know, you're um, no, no longer having to carry the information held somewhere in your body. You can, you can just let it, let it move through you and express. And, and the body recreates every several years. So you've got all new cells, all new tissues. So if you're holding a pattern, and you're holding that energy from a long, uh, a long ago experience. You are going to, um, you're going to recreate your body every few years. So why do we need to recreate the same pattern over and over? The intervention, in a way, is to help is to help you unhook that pattern, disrupt that pattern, so you can create something new. And sometimes when it unhooks, and the process of that energy finally releasing, there is a there's a big there's a big uh, recognition of it through motion through sound like through like your body was shaking i think i think actually we put you you were shit your you were, your whole body was shaking like teeth were chattering you know the whole body was um was going through a process actually uh there's a there's a porges and polyvagal theory is one one approach that, and there are different approaches where they actually kind of and purposefully create sh uh, the body to go into this like shaking dissipation like the like an animal does after it's in fight or flight and they sort of dissipate that energy. Um, that's a way to move the energy. So you're not holding it and, and, and holding on to it and, and carrying it forward. So you spontaneously went there. And then I think we kind of like move you off the table, Frank and I, cause I had to go and put you in a little, like covered you up. And then I think you were there for hours. Right? I fell asleep. I literally mm -hmm. after that, not only while I, I, I was just so, I had a real sense of peace and relief mm -hmm. and but I was very weak and I was just literally, we put a mattress on the floor by the heater because it, it was Davos and it was freezing outside. Mm -hmm. uh, and I literally fell asleep for a few hours, uh, which was wonderful because I woke up and for the first time since years, I did not have that sensation of tinglingness in my legs, like that restlessness, mm -hmm. which is really, for me, it was a huge relief. And from there, it just all became better. Over. And the restlessness, you know, it was associated with kind of an anxiousness, right? So, so that feeling of, and so many people that are feeling anxious, they're feeling overwhelmed, they, especially right now in the world, you know, there are, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of, um, still, um, um, just, just kind of concern about, about everything from finances to, um, just uh, how am I gonna? How am I gonna sort of go forward? What's gonna happen in the world? Am I gonna for for some people? It's am I, am I gonna like get sick or is a loved one gonna get sick? But for most people, I think it's 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 more about like how am I gonna navigate this new territory? What's gonna happen? And so that sort of vigilance that the body's in and that fight flight, like I gotta hold it all together, 
that is a contraction. That is a, that is a response to a stress, a situation that, that, um, that most people kind of contract and hold and bind energy up and drop to a lower consciousness, which is just survival. And what needs to happen, you know, for, for, for us to be able to move forward and make progress and create and go forward into like what's next in a, in an empowered way is that we have to have enough energy free in our bodies and also enough flow and, and, and enough awareness and our, for our consciousness to be at an expanded enough place that we can actually see the possibilities for the future rather than still be reacting to what's happening or what appears to be happening or what might be happening. So in a way, when we, when we did the session with you, we were releasing a, a, a pattern of re reaction to the past, allowing things to free and open up. And for you, a lot had to purge out and release, but it resets the system so that now you can draw in more of what's coming and you can create and push out into the world or allow out into the world what what you're really here for really that's beautiful no i'm really grateful thank you so much and well, we will be doing a lot of things in the future that's for sure but talking about you then a little bit more if i can mm. so you just released a new show tell us about yeah that. So, uh, so at the end of February, it was like right after Davos, a few days after Davos, um, um, the, what's called the Goop Lab on Netflix uh, came out and that is with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. It came out to a lot of, um, a lot of um, uh, uh, like controversy because it's like, here are these people on there, you know, Wim Hof uh, is, is on there uh, working with breath and, and I'm on there. There's another there's someone else working with psychedelics There's another person working with female sexuality. So it was a very, you know, uh, kind of controversial, show, but really, really well done, uh, beautifully filmed. And, and there's a, there's an episode on there on the fifth episode is, is on goop labs is, is an episode with me doing energy work with people and I'm working off the body. So I'm like three, four feet off the body or more. And you see the body, like you explained that your body was shaking. You can see in that uh, video, you can see one of the, women on the table is shaking and vibrating. Julianne Huff is in there and she's doing this wave of energy as you can see her whole body moving and she's making sounds and expressing and Gwyneth is, uh, is in there. I'm working on her and she's having this experience. People are shaking and vibrating and moving and expressing and people are going WTF, what is going on here? Um, so it was a, it was a, it was the biggest platform that I've shared, um, what I'm doing with. Um, and, and so, you know, a lot of people are getting exposed and I've had, um, you know, like over a hundred, hundreds of thousands of people actually have kind of reached out and, and, um, it's been a really interesting ride because there's been, there's been so much interest and curiosity of like, what, how, how is it that the body can respond on the physical plane and have this physical response when he's not touching them? I even had a, a physicist, uh, do a whole piece on it, uh, which had hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views on, on YouTube, which was which was kind of trying to debunk or, or just questioning and going, no, like, you know, what is he saying? And, and then he's in a laboratory in the UK. And uh, so I'm, I'm in, I'm actually in, um, I'm in conversation. I'm in email dialogue with him uh, for, for the past couple months mm -hmm. about looking at research, et cetera, and, and how, how we may be able to explore because, you know, someone who's, who's more, um, kind of coming from a, from a, a objectively what is happening Uh, and I'm saying, well, the models that I'm working in and how we're working go to think, go, go have to, you have to reference 
new new models of, of of biology and physics and how they come together. So people like Rupert Sheldrake, um, people like who was doing work on morphic fields, um, who's based out of the UK. Uh, James Oshman is another scientist who's doing work with the energy body and energy system. Um, you know, other PhDs and and um, and researchers that are that are doing work to explore like how this is real. Like acupuncture and the meridians are real. The the Vedic tradition and the 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 you know the chakras and the energy centers that the, they're real phenomenon. They're not happening on the, in the three D world. They're in this other kind of dimension. But what does that mean? How do we you know, bring that into the language of the culture and how can we use this? How can we measure it? How can we, mm. how can we know that, you know, we know that energy is a hundred percent of the universe. Basically there's only like less than 5% of the whole entire universe is considered physical matter about four and a half percent. So subatomically that's all energy too. So if everything is energy, then why are we getting all upset, you know, about this? How can energy work? be doing something because everything is energy work but subtle meaning like not not happening because of a physical interaction with a physical object pushing point something from point a to point b but rather influencing or working with the fields these are known as morphic fields or the bio field by dr beverly rubick coined that the bio field is the energy field around the body um the energy fields um, are are real. I mean, that you can measure them electromagnetically. You can use instrumentation. Magnometers can sensitive instruments can measure the field of the heart, for example, a few feet off the body. So this is real. So the question now becomes, if for me is like, if we can influence change in the physical world with much more subtle approaches, without having to go in and try to like manipulate something from in the physical, but we can shift the actually interact with and shift the field that is organizing and shaping what's going to happen in physics. They, there's different names for, but like they call it the strange attractor or uh, these, uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, a foundation of chaos theory where you, where one little, it's also called the butterfly effect where one little input of force into a system can create a huge change in the entire system. This is like the butterfly flaps its wings in Japan changes the creates a tornado in, you know, in the U S that is, that is a fact of, of, of life. That is how the world actually works. So if I can put like a, a, a tiny amount of force input and focus and attention into a part of the system, one little point, someone's life could totally change their whole physiology and biology can change. And this is based on principles of science. This is not some woo, just woo woo out there thing. You want to find where is the, where is someone most receptive? How can I give them the most imp critical input right now in this place that's the most open and receptive that can create the biggest global change? And if I can do that, then I give them an opportunity to self-assess, be more aware, organize their system in a different way and release what doesn't need to be released out into the environment uh, through energy, through heat, through movement, through emotion, through expression. And then there's more availability to draw in what you need. And so that's life, like, right? So giving and receiving of you're drawing energy in, you're pushing, you're letting energy come out and how efficiently and effectively you do that really determines the quality of your life and determines your impact. Yeah. Um, you know, that is the, like I said, the butterfly effect is like the impact of one person can be, um, you know, you think of someone like Mahatma Gandhi, you think of someone, you, know, you think of people that had a massive impact, one person, 
but because it's nonlinear, the effects can be global. And we're kind of seeing that with COVID right now. We're seeing this little tiny virus, you know, and just infected a handful of people in Wuhan, China, and then it kind of spread. And now it's like the whole entire world is like the whole economic system. Everything is completely altered because of one little input somewhere. This one little virus jumped from this to that or whatever, however that happened. And now we're seeing a global effect. And this is, this is like, so to me, this means we all have the ability to make a global impact in some way, shape or form. Maybe so far reaching, we'll never even know because we, maybe by the time we, you know, we, we expire, we'll have made impacts on people that we don't really know what that will, what will happen generations from now. So, you know, it inspires me and, and to keep doing what I'm doing is like help people live their, their highest and best, most aware, most energized life so that they can impact the world in a way that really makes a difference. Wow. Well, it's just incredible. I could listen to you forever. We have already passed all of the time. Oh, crap. I had so many other questions, but we, we can always do another Zoom o'clock um, and people can definitely find you online. But um, just in 30 seconds, maybe in terms of lockdown, and you mentioned COVID-19, what do you want to share with the world? I mean, you, you make a difference uh, in every action and every thought and every, um, you know, way that you show up and, and, it, and, it, and it makes a difference to, to, uh, to go for what it is that you dream uh, as possible and create what it is that you're here to create. Whatever that is, go for it. And, uh, and you'll never know how far reaching those effects will be. So um, you're, you're important and, and, and critical in, in, in this juncture, especially. So, so do it. Do it now. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so, so much, Dr. John. Thank and you, Tessie. Thank you and have a good rest of the day. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this Zoom O'Clock. We hope this discussion was insightful and has provoked some new ideas for you. Please share and subscribe. If you'd like to keep in touch with your host, you can find her on Instagram under Tessie underscore from underscore Luxembourg and on Twitter under Tessie underscore DE.